0: Welcome to the final episode of the first season of 2100. My name is Jason Peters. I am your host. Lots of expectations, right? The big finale. If you're listening, hopefully you've taken the full journey with me through each episode. And if you're just going to listen to the finale, get out of here. You've not earned this. You're not even going to know what's going on. Get out of here. Go back to the beginning and take this ride. Start at the intro episode. Work your way up. This shit is episodic. There are characters and themes. We talk about Iowa in, like, five episodes and ghosts in, like, three. There's funny songs. Scram! All right, now that they're gone, (sighs) welcome to the finale. Before we get into the future fun, I've got questions for the listeners that I'd actually like feedback on. First, my thought process is that I will do five seasons of this podcast series. I can't decide how. Do I want to do... One season for the next, one season a year for the next five years, or one season every five years until I'm 43 years old. I think limiting the concept to five seasons will stop it from getting played out, and both structures help to tell a different narrative, so genuinely let me know. And secondly, I haven't been begging and pleading for attention and shares and blah blah blah, Hell, I haven't even mentioned that I have a book that I wrote called Life of a Giant available on Amazon, or my Twitter account, at jpeters2100, or my Instagram account, jpeters2100. I've never said anything about my website, jasonadjacent.com, or the children's book I'm dropping, or the TV show I'm producing, so I just had to say that stuff once, okay? I I didn't talk about it, and I had to talk about it. And lastly... This one, this is where I give back to the people. I want you guys to share, rate, review, and listen to the show. Hundreds of people listen to this show every week, and I have almost no idea who. Today, when this finale drops, April 24th, is my birthday. So, in the name of my birthday, please share this show with people. And as incentive to my listeners, I'll make a promise to you guys. If this podcast series gets 15,000 total listens, total, so like for every episode combined... 15,000. It's a little over a 1,000 per episode. I will walk from Philadelphia City Hall to Atlantic City and then walk into the ocean. Forrest Gump style. I don't know how I'll do it or what it will entail but I know it's exciting and that you guys should get excited about it and try to make me walk to the ocean. I don't I don't want to walk to the ocean. I was just trying to figure out what's something shitty I could do to myself that people would like. I was going to get hit with a, a fastball But uh, I don't want to break my ribs. So I'm going to walk to the ocean, okay? Make me walk to the ocean. Um, With all that being said, welcome to the finale. Thank you so much for listening. I can't tell you how happy this season has made me. I considered quitting on this idea so many times before the pilot dropped. And there's a lot of these episodes where it was hard to get together at the last minute. I doubted it. I doubted it all and I doubted myself. And to have it pan out and enjoyed by people means the world. Anyone who reached out and said kind words, I thank you graciously. When people sent me articles and told me like their ideas about two thousand one hundred, that shit makes my day. Thank you. This episode was released on April twenty fourth, two thousand nineteen. Today, I turned twenty four years old. Let's talk about time and the future.
1: Say shit free, but falling out—that shit's easy. Let me show you how it's like.
0: think about time a lot, from what it was like in the 80s to whether I'm in my prime or not. My name is Jason Peters. I've hosted radio shows, made videos and podcasts before. Probably not all my best work, likely things for you to ignore. Sure, this is yet another podcast, but this time I want my listeners to be in on the process. Welcome to 2100. Let's talk about progress. I'm using production value and poetry to get media companies to notice me. Am I going to keep rhyming? I might. It can get pretty trite. And I'll pick that back up when the timing is right. And that time is now. Four months after I started this poem, I get to finish it. And you get to be witnesses. This is it. And it's definitive. Time works in wild ways I could never explain. Except for later in this episode when I try to explain the concepts and the ideas constantly in my brain. Why bother leaving behind 13 measly MP3s of my life to share? Who would care? Is there an audience there? Why play the long game and never reap the benefits of your work? What is this series even worth? Why put in the work and receive nothing at all? Because I want to be involved. I guess... In larger conversations about wars and about nations, I'm searching for a greater sensation. I want to be heard in a world full of clutter. In 2019, we're all screaming over one another, trying to be heard. It's absurd. To the people of 2019, I'm just some guy. But to the people of 2100, I'll be a relic. A symbol of lost times, people will either pity me or be jealous. Only God knows. Never mind. No one knows what the future holds. Or so I'm told. The only people who know the future are the people who are there. But like I said in last episode, life is not fair. To be honest, it blows my mind that the listeners alive in 2100 literally hold all of the answers to my life. In the beginning of the Foam Finger episode, I asked that the people of the future look up how I died. These people know if I get married. They know what my life ended like. They know everything. The future listeners of this series know if I'm a failure or if I'm a success. Everything I worry about will already be solved to these people. And they're the primary demographic for this show. And how you react to that idea probably depends on how you decipher time. And uh, I know a lot of people don't think about time or obsess over it the way I do, and there's many ways to look at time, both scientifically and philosophically speaking. Time is both a dimension and a measurement. Time is like an arrow that's constantly moving forward in one direction. Now imagine life as sitting atop the arrow as it glides through your life. The concept of the arrow going through time, or time's arrow, is not mine. It was developed in 1927 by the British astronomer Arthur Eddington. It can be defined as an asymmetrical movement of time that drives our universe. It began at the Big Bang. These concepts are very difficult to grasp at times and often include terms like entropy and the second law of thermodynamics. Entropy is essentially a measure or a describer of the level of chaos in the world. Entropy is a fancy scientific way of saying lack of order or predictability in a measurable scientific context. Entropy, or at least the idea of entropy, is thought to be the principle behind how life started in the universe. The second law of thermodynamics is essentially the idea that entropy of a closed system or or unpredictability is always increasing, meaning that on a microscopic level, energy and the atoms that make you up are in a constant state of disorder that came together to create you. And understanding entropy helps us understand the direction of time's arrow. And I know, I know I'm confusing people, because even as I say the words, I have a hard time understanding what they mean. I just watch other smarter people explain it to me. So... I uh, here is a
2: smarter person to explain it to you. Laws of physics are concerned. In the macroscopic world, however, there is one rule that does have time going in one direction only the second law of thermodynamics. That says that any isolated system will tend towards increasing entropy or disorder, like how cold milk and hot coffee mix together into lukewarm coffee milk, but will never unmix from each other. Once a system gets to its fully disordered state, its equilibrium, there's no more direction of increasing entropy to determine the arrow of time. So the fact that we experience the flow of time right now means that we're not in equilibrium. There are basically two ways that could happen. Either the universe just happens to be right now in this particular low entropy configuration with two directions of time flowing out forward and backward from now with increasing entropy in both directions, or at some point in the far distant past, the universe started with even lower entropy and disorder has been increasing ever since. Spoiler alert, it's option number two. That low-entropy configuration was the Big Bang. 13.8 billion years ago, the universe was hot, dense, smooth, and rapidly expanding. A smooth, dense plasma of particles might not seem organized and low-entropy, but when the density of matter is extremely high, the gravitational force between particles is enormous. Smoothness in the face of such tendencies is not equilibrium, but is actually a very delicately balanced, low-entropy state. Things want to be gravitationally clumped together into concentrated configurations like proto-stars, proto-galaxies, or even black holes. What would a high-entropy equilibrium universe look like? It would be empty space. And indeed, that's where we're headed. The universe is expanding and diluting, and eventually all of the stars will burn out and black holes will evaporate and will be left with nothing but emptiness in every direction. At that point, time's arrow will have disappeared, and nothing like life or consciousness will be possible. The fact that our sky is decorated with billions of stars and galaxies and our biosphere is teeming with life is a reflection of our low-entropy beginnings. We don't know why the universe started in such an orderly initial state, but we should be glad it did. It gave us the non-equilibrium starting point that's necessary for the flow of time as we know it to exist. Everything that followed, from the formation of stars and galaxies to the origin of life, has been a story of increasing entropy. Time's arrow isn't a deep feature of the most fundamental laws of physics. It owes its existence to the specific initial conditions of our universe. And trust me, I understand that you just spent the last three minutes either
0: joyfully um, absorbing information about how time was created and how the universe exists... Or you were very confused and very bored. But I kind of had to prove to the people of 2100 that we kind of have an idea of where science is and what is going on. And I'd be lying if I said I had 100% uh, certainty in understanding concepts like entropy and the second law of thermodynamics. But as much as I do understand them, uh, they, they help me. Things like... Understanding things like the Big Bang and how time functions is kind of how you realize how you came to exist as a human person. Like, not just the basic, like, two parents made a child, but like how the atoms inside you function, and how, on a micro level, how you work and how it is directly related to the Big Bang and the creation of the universe. Stuff like that is what I'm all about. And it's ultimately the reason stuff like this podcast exists out of my creations, I guess. So basically, what we all just heard was that the Big Bang created the motion of time and entropy allows us to exist. That's the science of time and essentially how the world and the time we experience was created, or at least as far as we know in 2019. We just photographed our first black hole, and that picture probably looks like garbage to the people of 2100. The nature of the truth changes over time. Everything we said in this series was true when we said it. But, eventually, time will prove large percentages of this show wrong, making us, the people of the past, seem dumber and dumber with our lack of understanding and our lack of knowledge Despite my ignorance, I try to allow science to inform my ideas on time and space and existence. Science is what ultimately killed religion for me. Science is the only reason I'm able to function. A few developmental psychology classes I took at East Stroudsburg essentially saved my life, mental health-wise. I'm far from a scientist and far from a genius, but knowledge is the key to self-discovery and advancement. The second you quit learning, you quit bettering yourself, which is a tough sell I know because most people don't think that they have to get better. I'm often bothered by the lack of attention paid to science, primarily when it comes to studying how the brain function. I have ideas about the future I didn't share throughout the series, and uh, a lot of these unsubstantiated beliefs of mine are about topics like mental illness. For example, I believe that mental illness is the brain's natural reaction to the overwhelming amount of technology and information that we're forced to deal with. It's a part of evolution. I believe that the human brain was only meant to handle so much, and that as the world advanced, brains are adapting and growing slowly and generationally. I see my mental health issues as... Growing pains without any natural remedy but care, attention, and self-awareness. Becoming aware of your triggers and finding ways to manage your brain is the only way I've been able to live a fruitful and moderately enjoyable life. And I just wanted that on record. And thank you for listening to that little mental health tirade. I know nobody gives a shit about mental health. I just had to let that out. The primary portion of this episode is an, an unedited interview I wanted to let the people of the future be a fly on the wall in 2019. All series, people hit me up and they asked me, when are you going to talk about what you think about the future? So, I asked one of my best friends in the world, recurring guest Ronnie, to interview me about the future and to ask me anything he wanted. I told him specifically that he could blindside me. Ronnie knows me better than anyone else alive, and he knocked it out of the park with preparation and with the questions. Before we get into this interview, I recognize that during the course of this hour-long interview, I curse a lot. And uh, I say things that may be perceived as offensive, and I just want to point out that you've been warned. This is the finale. After all, you should have known what you've gotten into. Also, I made a grave mistake talking about Israel, for which I'm automatically saying I'm sorry. Not because I said anything wrong, but because no one is allowed to talk about Israel, and I know the rules. So I'm going to give it up to the host, Ronnie, and the guest, me.
3: This could be a high favorite song. I just wish we could get along. Bitch pipe down, hard to give a fuck. Focus on my life now. I've been through everything, can't tell you nothing, baby.
0: So the whole concept, the idea was that uh, every few, every time someone talks to me about the podcast, they go, Jason, uh, when are you going to talk about what you think about the year 2100? Which is actually exciting because I haven't really disclosed much of my thoughts. I have. I really have. But someone would have to be keeping track of the things I say. So like I, I make little predictions in every episode, but they're not, I guess they're not the things people want the answers to.
4: Yeah. I guess not if they're asking,
0: or yeah. they're not listening, and they're just. Well, asking. that's also true. There's a very good chance because I don't know when people stop listening in the episodes, and everyone listens. It'd to... be real insulting if
4: they asked you a question like based on an episode, but like it just shows that they didn't listen
0: past like 20 minutes. I, I never get offended. M- I, I'm just people fall asleep to it. When you fall asleep to it, you don't really retain. I fall asleep to podcasts; I don't really retain it. Yeah. any of it.
4: So. No, I'm just thinking of, like, you know, the worst possible things. Are you recording yet? Yeah, it's been oh, recording. Okay. that's what I, I thought. Yeah. Um, Alright, so I've prepared some questions for you today. That's exciting. I got them right over here. They'll be ex- Wait for this. Come on. Um,
0: I thought you were going to do a bit, and you were fake-grabbing it. Are you, oh, you are fake graphic.
4: I can fake graphic. No, you guys. No. Good. Oh, I, I do like that.
0: I do like the little notepad. Where'd you get that even?
4: My work. I have to have these now.
0: Oh, because it's a server. It's boring. You don't have a book? No. They give you these? Yeah. And you do hand, good handwriting while you're working?
4: This is not my work handwriting. No oh. questions. Okay. It's also not that great handwriting.
0: Okay. Well, in, in comparison...
4: Okay, so there's like six different topics. I guess the last one is kind of like a.
0: Whatever you want to do. Because really we could edit this. Uh, we'll use all of it. We'll use some of it. Yeah,
4: it could take a while. It could not. Yeah, we'll either see way. how it goes. Um, we're going to start off hot. Where's religion going? Oh. <laughs> what's, uh, co- what's going on with that? Religion. Also, every question has a few talking points. Um, if you don't hit it, I'll bring it up. Okay. If you do hit that it. That is good we'll etiquette, go Ronnie.
0: Look at you. Um, So, religion, it'll be there. And. Uh, the the big thing about the future, and I always talk about it in the episodes. I go, look at the past, then look at the future. And the thing is about religion, is that really what is religion? If you're focusing on just organized religion, yes, that'll be around. You can't say anything won't be around. Because even if you're on a topic like homelessness, the idea that there would be no homelessness is ridiculous. Because even if you give people houses... They're gonna, they're, there's going to be people that go, fuck you, I don't want your house, I want my house. And they choose to be homeless because they can't make their own house. Right. Take that, put it to religion. I, I think religion, in, in the scope of history, is a net positive. It, it has brought a lot of good into the world and has forced a lot of um, innovation, support, make people ask be- act better. But now, I think it's something we've outgrown as a species. And, uh, that it is only, um, in the way, I <laughs> would, that would right. call it out of it. But, in 2100, it will still be there. What I think year? What? What year? 2100. Who's counting? Who? Who is counting these years? Oh, the Jesus years. Are you going mm-hmm. the Louis C.K. idea? Yeah, exactly. Um, Where I got so, no, so, with that, um, I did have a bit for the first episode that got recorded and I threw away, um, where I explain that the Gregorian calendar is bullshit. <laughs> and I... Just, yeah, and uh, I, like, uh, the whole BC uh, thing. That's gonna need to die, eventually. But... Uh, I I don't think I don't think by 2100 we will have made the correct decisions like to get off the Gregorian calendar switch to the metric system figure out time zones get rid of daylight savings times like all the really basic things that would make life easier and smarter um it's just too hard to get people on board with so gregorian calendar you can't switch that because then not just catholics christians episcopals mormons everyone's gonna be like the jesus the time so that religion is staying around that christianity yes roman catholicism yes but it'll roman catholicism is gonna lose a lot of weight i think our generation's not gonna be super religious the next one's not gonna be super religious but that's because i live in a bubble. I hang out with people like you, and I think the things I think. But for every person that thinks the thing I think, there's a guy that thinks that the world's 2,000 years old. And that uh, Jesus, like, yeah, that that Jesus did the things the book says he did. Which he might have, but not most of it, because most of it is something no human can do. But uh, regardless, I think Jesus was a human man. And the other religions, Judaism's, that'll be around. They keep their shit unlocked. Judaism's really smart. Because uh, they don't throw their religion on other people's faces the way uh, Catholicism does, and the way Christianity does, the way Muslims do. No one's ever asking you to become a Jewish person. No, they (laughs) don't. They'd rather you not. Yeah, just uh, yeah, go go do the Jesus thing. Uh, But yeah, I think religion is very much going to be around, Um, organized religion that is, and then the way we worship idols than you want if you wanted to take it down that route like with money celebrity and the things that we care about that's religion in its own right but yeah that's what i think i think it'll still be around it will be weakened but uh when anything gets weakened structurally those who still believe in it only get stronger in their beliefs so it'll get more radicalized more focused on the introspective of the group and uh you'll see a lot more cults i think there's gonna be more cults in the future than there were in the past but there's always been cults all
4: right. That's pretty much good for that one. Mm-hmm. Um this next topic. Uh okay. So goodness. Good, doing good, good things. What does good mean to you real quick?
0: Good. To be good, I always say it's I don't say, I don't always say. It, what is good
4: to you and then what do you think everyone else thinks is good? To
0: me, good is um and it a lot of my thoughts and opinions come from who I am, so yeah,
4: like self hate. It should be a little bit different from what you think everyone
0: else thinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my thoughts on what is good is having just actively not trying to be bad. <laughs> that's all good is is just actively, but there, there's a level of self awareness that has to be good. So, fuck, that's a good question, Ron. Uh, good, a definition of good, and if and and then its future connotations. Um what is good good b- to be good is to actively seek to make other lives better in to no- a- altruism it is to actively seek make actively attempt to make others lives better and to make other people happy while expecting nothing in return uh that's what i think being good is um but that's because that's my my specific experiences. how I think the world would define good. I think everyone would agree with what I said that is good. But no, I, I think that's good. I think that's that's uh, what what goodness is.
4: Yeah. All right. Uh, do you think that's changing? Do you think people are going? Do you think that will exist? In the 2100? problem.
0: It'll exist. People
4: will be good. People will be. The altruistic. problem is is will how people you are good. Want to be doing
0: that? The problem is how you are good. Um. So, like, you take someone like, um, have you ever heard of the Westboro Baptist Church? Yes. Yeah, the, and those are the crazy, yeah, fuck it, crazy. Yes. The crazy Christians who, uh, they just believe what this old man says, because this old man who leads the group is, like, a super grandfather to, like, 60 children, and blah, 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 and they've all been read in this crazy commune thing in Texas, and they all believe these fucking horrible things. But their idea of good is things like protesting military funerals and screaming racial slurs and calling people sluts. But in their head, they are doing the Lord's work. They are doing good. They are warning us of the sins. So in their heads, what they're doing is they're being extremely selfless um, to no benefit of their own to help the world in their head. So ignorance, ignorance guides um, good people in bad directions. So it depends on the knowledge that people have. And I call myself uh, an altruistic nihilist, which means that I believe in altruism and that you should do good for other people despite the fact that there's no point to life or being alive. Uh, if you are someone who's an atheist or something like that, or an agnostic, that's a good principle to have because that uh, wards off suicide <laughs> Um, it wards off a lot of things. It wards off selfishness. It wards off all the hedonism that comes with uh, atheism.
4: So you think someone, an atheist is less likely?
0: To commit suicide if they believe in altruistic nihilism. Oh, okay. So if you accept that, um, the world is worth nothing, like Earth is nothing, your life is worth nothing, human life has no value, animals don't matter, it all doesn't matter.
4: Right.
0: Um... If you accept that principle, it's easy to get bummed out. It's yeah. easy to be like, oh, none of this matters. But the way I look at it is, it's kind of like a roller coaster in a sense that, it not in the way that it's ups and downs and loops, but in the sense that life is just kind of something s- silly to distract yourself and waste your time with.
4: It's like, you're gonna be here.
0: Yeah, do it. Do well. some cool
4: stuff. Do it be well, because
0: nice. there's other people who are happy and and they have a better outlook and they don't feel miserable. So you go out of your way and you try to make other's lives better, try to fulfill yourself, etc. But yeah, I believe in goodness. I think at a tur- at there there is a turning point somewhere in the near decades before 2,100 where people are going to give up. A lot of people already are giving up. Um, and if you look at like. The people we grew up with, like rich kids, imagine like rich kids, um, essentially kind of people I went to high school with people like who have a lot of wealth, right? They already don't give a fuck people who are sitting on mountains of cash and just being like, well, mine, mine, mine (laughs) until forever. And, uh, actively not trying to help others. I think that will be more labeled as evil. Like just having a ton of personal wealth. But I also think by 2100, things like universal basic income will be adopted in most um, developed nations. Um, And the whole economic mindset of um, like the Darwinian way of life of kill or be killed. I'm going to be stronger than you. You're going to be dominated. That's already being disproven in some ways. Uh, There's like even like Darwin's ideas were great. But there were a lot of them. Like there's, he wrote books, but people just cherry pick, like survival of the fittest. Well, that's... blah blah blah. You cherry pick. You cherry pick these little bits. But then there's this whole bird species that devolved itself out of ex- extinction as to do mating rituals towards one another. They've they got to the point. These, I don't know the name of the birds, but they've got these wings that um they are they're getting worse with time, and the species will eventually die. Because the female birds like, um, like this sound that the male birds make, make as to mate. Um, but the problem is their wings to make this sound, to procreate, um, are slowly locking into place in time. And they can, no longer, um, they can no longer fly. And these birds are just getting eaten on the ground and fucking killed. Because they're evolving themselves into extinction. So... Yeah, yeah, that that
4: happens.
0: So, but if you can focus on things like that, and, like, so, that automatically takes, like, the Darwinian... Well, godliness. The godliness of... No, and I agree with Darwin, and evolution, and all that, but when you take those concepts and you apply it to very human things, like economics, which is how you have capitalism, it doesn't work. People are not like... People... I don't know how many times you gotta explain this. People are not like the other animals. I And it's cocky to say, we are animals, but we're a little smarter and we communicate better. Us and dolphins are on the top. Um, but we are, we, I, I think we'll be good. That's where, I'll stop going off the top.
4: Yeah, very good segue into the next question. Okay. Uh, with us and dolphins.
0: <laughs> Do you think by 2100 we
4: will be coexisting with another super species? Let me give you an example of what I would consider a super species. As humans, I consider us a super species. I'm making this word up.
0: It's a, you get it. We're yeah, just give way better than everyone else. Yeah, no, the winning species. Yeah, and fechal,
4: people yeah. say that like dolphins and shit and octopus. Dolphins, octopus, octopi, whales. They're smart. No, they're not. We, fight. we eat them. <laughs> yeah, I no. can eat them with my hands. Animals aren't eating people that much.
0: I think dolphins are super smart, but I think and and they are at a disadvantage because you can't you can't compare species like that specifically, especially because we don't know them. We're not smart enough to understand them. Well, here's what I got.
4: Yeah, so it's <laughs> going to have to be something we can talk to. Uh, for example, another type of human that just happens. And also, well, I think some ways time, that, that could
0: happen. The problem is with science. Uh, there's science funding is one of the big things that I think changes in 2000 before 2100 is that maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe America starts to take science seriously and fund things like schools and science way better for things other than profit. So coexist. People don't like animals. People don't care it about animals. It wouldn't
4: necessarily be another animal. It would be another type, but at least we wouldn't be humans. But it would be something like a human, and it probably we wouldn't. Is this a, this a combo
0: alien question? question?
4: Not aliens, but humans. Okay. You're like a hybrid. Evolving. Do do
0: I think well if you go back to the pets episode we talk about how bringing bring dinosaurs back um and and crossing DNAs with things. Inevitably, if if crossing DNAs becomes a possibility, it is extremely likely that people will try to do human DNA with other animals.
4: And that can't happen. There's a, like that can That happen. cannot happen? No, there's like rules and shit that there I are can't. are get-
0: but what if the science right now is wrong because we're in the past and science in the past is always wrong science is always wrong <laughs> science is always wrong if you look at the past because science, is, science you figure it is out a liar sometimes yeah you no but uh who knows that's the thing you can't guess the unguessable so what if they figure out xyz i don't think we'll ever accept another species we're so fucking humans can't even accept other humans with different skin tones you think we're going to accept like we're, there's dolphin people now. You think we're gonna live in this Bojack Horseman world where there's all these animals, bo- animal bodies walking AI amongst robots. humans, robots? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I yeah, I didn't consider robots people. Which, if you're a robot listening in 2100, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, what if what if this couldn't get listened to? Like this whole series because we were super racist against robots.
4: I assume robots can just.
0: Here you know, now, read.
4: like they can just read it through codes, they don't really need the volume, mm. they don't have eardrums, they just it's ones and zeros.
0: That's true. I think, yeah, robots will definitely be more. There's already that big, tall robot that goes around the grocery store, and I didn't expect that. <laughs> and I didn't, I did you expect that would be in your lifetime? I don't know what you're talking about. I haven't, you seen have it. not seen it. There's this big, fucking robot that goes around the grocery store, like a giant or an acme, it's terrible. And it's got googly eyes taped to the sides of it. I took a, an Instagram story of myself flipping it off the other day. Yeah,
4: I think I remember that. There's
0: a few of them, but there's a few of them in all different grocery stores and they go through and they scan the prices and check inventory and they help with uh, the to-go pickup things. So they go through and they scan and they route the fastest way that the human being can put it in bags. Kind of like how Amazon does that. But yeah. Yeah. I never expected regular-ass robots to be integrated into my everyday life. So I do think robots have a big old role in the future. I think they're going to unemploy a lot of people, truck drivers, etc. I think that they... Yeah, we, we will technically be coexisting with robots, AI robots. They'll be in our houses. They already are in our houses. What? Um, I got a robot upstairs. We got a fucking vacuum robot.
4: Using this robot right here.
0: That's not a real... Like, robot... When I think robot... It a moves? It moves. <laughs> robots move. That's one of the big things. Or they do a task. Okay. That, that's what I would consider. Uh, the difference between a machine or a robot.
4: Yes or no. Are
0: we living on the moon or Mars by 2100? People are really lame. We haven't been to the fucking moon since the 1970s, which is mind-blowing to me. Um, I don't know what, what, what the deal is with that. I'm not sold... That getting to the moon is as easy as... I know we've been to the moon, but I don't know why we haven't been back. I, I assume that will become a call. because, b- But by the time 2100 hits, we'll have the 100-year anniversary of going to the moon the first time oh, in yeah, 2070. Yeah. And people are going to be like, if we haven't people been... are going to freak
4: <laughs> out. If, if we have not go back to the back moon in 100, 100 years... See,
0: that, isn't that a weird kind of problem? we don't go
4: back to the moon in 100 years, that like, we've never been there. We're almost That's at 50. It's getting written off. We're, not-
0: We're almost at 50. Why haven't we been to the moon in almost 50 years? We don't need to
4: go there. We have satellites. Well, we, we don't, we, I think we, we of, do.
0: I think we do. Send someone to the moon. Boost morale in the country. Send someone to the fucking moon. Send someone from a different country to the moon. Send a black woman. Send a black person and a woman to the moon. Like, accomplish these first, just for the fuck of it. Oh, God. It's the truth. I like That shit means a lot. Like, people cry. People will, if people go on the moon, they will watch the broadcast of the thing, it's like a whole month-long affair. They get the, the thing goes off, and then we everyone watches it, it's, oh, will they die, won't they die, will they get to the moon, then they get to the moon, everyone on Earth is like, there's fucking people on the moon! And you're gonna look up at the moon, and you go, Sandra's on the moon! Exactly. And then, that's never happened in our lifetime, other people got to have people on the moon while they were eating dinner. Yeah. We never That's had that. Cool. Had, yeah, exactly. We had the space station, but you can't you can't see Fuck it. Fuck the space station. I know where the moon is. I'll see the I see the moon every day. Yeah. Well, every night. But sometimes at daytime. Sometimes. It's kinda of bullshit when you see it during the daytime. Um Mars would be Mars, crazy. yes. Yes. People will be on Mars. I think we get to Mars in the next It's twenty nineteen. We'll be on Mars twenty fifty at least. Do we live in there? Do we have like towns nah, and shit yet? No, no, no. It's gonna be way harder. I think when we go to the Mars they die. They all die. Then they the die, year. but they don't come back. No, they don't, don't come back. Okay, they don't come back. They're dying on Mars. If they, yeah, if they're going to, yeah. Who the first they're, they're, bold prediction? The first people to go to Mars are going to die. Probably, <laughs> they're dead. They're, yeah. It's a death wish. All right. Yeah.
4: Boom. So we're still on Earth. All right. Who's on top in twenty one hundred?
0: Are we talking religion, race? What? What? What are we doing? Government. Government. Oh yeah. Um, hmm. America's handing the baton to China right now. But that's not going to go down gracefully. Um,
4: We got about 100
0: years. Well, yeah, I talk about China a lot. China could fuck it up. China's got the huge dub. Well, no, the thing is, no one wants... The problem with geopolitics is that mm, nobody wants the world to end. Nobody wants their citizens nuked. And nobody... So, we're a nuclear stalemate. I think there's another nuke drops before 20, 2100. I don't know who, and I don't know where. I would assume Israel. If if I had assumed... Israel's the next big conflict. If there's a World War three, it's because of Israel and Palestine. Um, and everyone's going to have to pick sides. America's going to be on Team Israel. Palestine doesn't have a lot of backup. Um, fuck. So, China is taking over the economic game. So, China technically owns, like... 20-30% to 30% of America. Um, they are doing developmental projects throughout all of Africa, all of Asia. They're helping out people that they have no fucking business helping out and that likely will not pay back. And then the Chinese government will be like, oh, you didn't pay back. Guess we have to start taxing your citizens. And once you start taxing your citizens, you're doing neocolonialism. And, uh, yeah. Like we, like America does in the Middle East. Right. Pretty much. Um... And neocolonialism is not the same as old-fashioned colonialism, where you used to group up all these countries and then fight. Um, I think you're gonna—it's got to be America, China, America, China, Russia are gonna be the big three. Um, Saudi Arabia is is a wild card because they've got all that money and all those nukes. We sold—we just sold more nukes to to, to 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 yet today. Today, the United States sold an undisclosed amount of nuclear weaponry to Saudi Arabia, despite them killing American journalists because the money in Saudi Arabia is too good. But that's the whole thing. All of these ideas rotate around money. How important is money in 2100 is the biggest question in the fucking world. Um, When are people going to revolt against the monetary system? My big thing is I don't believe the monetary system works. I don't believe assigning value to to your time. Like that's what work is. Yeah. You assign value to your own time, but you don't get to pick it. It's chosen by a company that is actively looking to fuck you. That's not that's not a good way to, to do the things. But there is no way good way to do the things because there's no reason to be alive. So why would there be a system for something that has no intention or purpose? So I think Yeah, China. China's in first place. <laughs> for a hundred well No, no, no. They're going to be in first place. Right now, they're technically not first place because no one listens to them and no one gives a fuck. But America's the loudest kid in the room, but they're the kid. On the world stage, uh, America's the preteen with his dick out at Thanksgiving. Um, Technically, he's in charge because no one wants to see his dick and no one wants (laughs) him to bother them and he's dangerous and uh, you can't really do anything to him because he'll one-up you. He's a child. He's got nothing to lose. Um... That's, that's what America is. Then there's China, which is like your grandfather sitting in the corner who really could fucking strangle the kid. He's the only person that could grab the kid and, because he's going to die in a few years. But <laughs> that's not what China is. But China China's really well off. China's got the future on lock. But they, they've got their own problems. They have so many different cultures and uh, they're cracking down. They, they are doing, um, what's it called? What is the thing? Censorship. Censorship yeah. and, and restricting thought really well. Like, they do it really well compared to other countries where there's so many dissonance. Chinese people are proud of China. They know that they have restrictions on the things they can see in here, and they trust their government. Which is very unusual. You, you, they have a content public. And whoever has a content public wins.
4: We don't have a content public. No,
0: <laughs> Russia's got a content public. Uh, except for, like... Um, uh russia's got the thing with america is america has no culture there is no culture in america there's nothing to rally behind you that you can follow the myths you can follow the myths but we're at the point where we know they're all myths like the idea of the american dream uh the 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 fact that we're trying to help the world quote unquote the the, the, the american people aren't going to rally behind that anymore the chinese people they have this rich culture uh, the Russians, they have this rich culture built... And they're both built on different things. Like, Russia, that's built on be a strong man. And very ideas that we would think of as, like, toxic masculinity. Right. And, like, nationalism. But that's their culture. And it's val—it's just as valid as our culture. Is it good to be like what we are? No. <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing a yellow shirt. <laughs> and I'm drinking whiskey. Uh, I'm is this... Yellow shirt. Yeah, like, you wouldn't see a dude in Russia wearing this yellow shirt. But... maybe they will yeah i I assume they have yellow shirts but uh, it's a difference in culture but the more liberated people get the more open thoughts people get i believe that it'll be like a universal system um when people get their shit together because it's that's what makes sense to have a one world government and the people are going to call me a globalist fucking makes sense why is there a kentucky this is all one landmass. i understand the idea of breaking it up as to have local rules and jurisdiction. But in reality, why is anyone in trouble? I mean, not in trouble. Why is anyone in charge? Power is extremely invalid in this country, in the world. All you have to do is be a part of a major bureaucracy, run in some fucked up elections that you need millions of dollars to run in, and you're in charge, and you get to decide what makes other people go to jail? Fuck that. That's not. That doesn't make sense. It straight up... Does not make sense.
4: We're just trying this out. No, Everyone, no that, one knew that's the do. thing.
0: That's how all of everything is. Every, people don't understand that the systems in place are not g- just, they're not inherently good. We're not following like a script.
1: Yeah, there, we, there is
0: nothing. Nobody is. We've got so many years of
4: human history and everyone's just figuring it out. Yeah, it's,
0: ever, it's all trial and error. And people think like, oh, Congress. God, why would Congress know what to do? It's like believing in your parents when you're a child. (laughs) Almost exactly. Almost exactly like believing in your parents when you're a child, but then you realize that they don't really know what they're doing. And then by the time you do that, they're dead and (laughs) you're not – then you're lying to your kid. But that's kind (laughs) of how Congress is and how like the world is. It's a bunch of people trying different ideas, which is why different countries and stuff like that is kind of beautiful because it's little tests – that's what you see the world as, is there's these little tests all over the world. There's Sweden, like, what if we talk like this, and, <laughs> and we all have free health care. We all are happy. Uh, I hope they're all in on it and doing it on purpose. Uh,
4: well, they're not, obviously. This is they a, talk. But, but
0: genuinely, why isn't there an option that, why isn't, like, one person going, well, these are all the best things from all of the countries. Let's do that. Because you can't.
4: No, you can't do it. Because, because
0: why make things good? There's no reason to make things good.
4: You're never going to make something better for the person at the top who's you have to convince to change it.
0: Yeah. That's it. Cool. All right. China. Final answer, China. Yeah. And so <laughs> I was
4: going to say how, like, how many other people are up there. You said China, Russia, mm. United States.
0: It'll be the same. There will be between 100 and 300 countries on Earth. And, uh the top 10 will be easy living the middle of the pack countries still have a good life like spain fucking spain's doing fine they're probably happier than we are uh the, being a superpower is something that i feel like americans care about a lot but no country cares like we we grew up like hoorah, america's the number one country but then you go to a place like you go to london you're like they're like yeah we're having a great time we don't care about you we're not comparing ourselves it's a very american idea to be like we're, we we got to be better that's right <laughs> Um
4: <laughs> China and Russia. They're uh, they're really close to each other. Physically. Yes. And that's a lot of land. But China's
0: big. Yeah. Russia's huge. But China's big. And a hundred years is a long time. No, they they the two would never. You don't think the so? two would never. That that area is a fucking hotbed. Like a hundred years. Well, it's a, you gotta solve the other court problems first. So the, th- the thing that could break China and um, China and Russia's relationship is Korea, because Russia gives tons of aid to North Korea. China gives aid to North Korea, South Korea, blah, blah, blah. It's a super difficult situation over there. Um, then, on top of that, you go. Russia is an extremely diverse place. The good thing about governments is uh, being super inefficient is that they can't just take over places that easily. It's not as easy as we think it is for Russia to take over places. They took over Crimea like that, but that's because they pulled a trick. What they did in Crimea was, uh, when they annexed Crimea, they sent in a bunch of Russian soldiers without a Russian like paraphernalia on them, and Putin was like, I have no idea. It wasn't me. <laughs> I have no... Who? No. We're, th- th- we're not doing that. Who are they? We should really stop them if it's... Who are these vigilantes? I'll, what, I'll send
4: even I'll send my guys in there to take care of them. Mm-hmm. And then that's
0: more guys. That no, exactly. They didn't do that. No, well, didn't. well, essentially that is kind of what they did. And then uh, about a month later, he was like, "Yeah, those were our guys. Well, you you got us, but but now crime is ours. But you 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 got you got to sneak. But if China tried to take a place like they can't take Japan. You got to remember Japan's over there too. Japan's badass too." Thailand, no, you can't do that. And other people get involved. It's like a fist fight, but we're all at the table. So one person starts hitting the other person, then everyone else swoops in. But no, I don't. I don't worry about China and Russia. I worry about America and Russia, America and China, Israel Palestine, Saudi Arabia, the Middle East. Um, I worry about Europe infighting. I worry about. Uh, Um, The rise of nationalism and the right-wing white supremacy throughout the world that is rising at an alarming rate from Brazil. Countries that have no business being (laughs) being, like, far right. They literally just, they followed the divisive playbook that was not set, Trump didn't make it. Nixon kind of made this, this idea of blame and then demonize and split the country and then use that to gain your power because you think that you can get more people on your side. But the thing is, in America, the country's only getting poorer and things are only getting more divided. So it's not going to be a winning method going forward any further than 2030. That's very soon. Yeah. I think uh, within the next 10 years, the whole idea of tricking the public with lies and scariness we'll slow down a little bit because we didn't expect the fucking, um, we didn't expect social media. We weren't ready for algorithms tricking us and echo chambers. These words didn't exist 10 years ago. So, yeah, that's a lot of the the process. All right.
4: Um, (laughs) pretend you could pick where, talk towards the mic, John. Oh yeah, my bad. (laughs) Um, Based on any country's current government and situation, where do you want to be born and be twenty-three years old right now?
0: Twenty-three Ooh, years. right now in, the, in this in this lifetime.
4: Yeah, where would you have liked to grow up? You never left. You lived in this country your whole life. Which country did you want to grow up
0: in and be your age right now? If if and America's not a choice, you can pick America. Well, the thing Maybe is, like I, I don't I don't resent my life. I love the fact that I grew up where I grew up. Not because my life was easy, but um, I very much like the company I keep. I like the lifestyle I live. I like uh, the type of per- I like the type of person I've grown to be. I like the type of people I know, and uh, I've been uh, essentially all over the world. Not all over the world, but I've been to a few places. Um, let's see. If not, if not Bucks County, in my exact house, um. See, it's easy to say London, but I don't think I'd fit in over there. But I would have grown up differently yeah. if I grew up over there. Yeah, but they don't have that drive. If they you don't... grew up
4: in a comfortable place, you wouldn't be angry
0: all the time and you wouldn't be... That angry. wouldn't be me. Yeah, that's the thing. If you change even the zip code you grew up in, you're a different fucking person. And that's a lot of things people don't realize. Um, yeah, I guess if I if I had to do it over again, I'd do it the same way is exact. it's honestly how I feel it would be ridiculous of me to say anywhere else it's all you know yeah it's essentially all I know if if, if I said London like I don't know if I would have liked I probably would have been a cock I think I always think that if I grew up rich I would have been fucking intolerable I wouldn't be doing anything because when you grow up I don't have I have the drive and work ethic I do because I want to strive to be something that has never existed in my family uh, but you grow up with your dad like a dentist or some fucking insurance guy. You, 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 get a slot, you have a sliding board that goes into a pool in your yard. Like, fuck, what? What? Yeah, well, I, I'm going to work hard. My family's got sliding board money. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. With me, I'm achieve, trying to achieve things because I know what it's like to not have things. Um, And I think it's important. I think it's extremely important to grow up poor. I think. Oh, I would almost go as far as to say people who grow up to rich are not fully developed people until they have, they're, until they're forced to. Yeah. Um, and and they and they eventually do. Even young in life, they'll have a hardship. Someone will die. They'll know somebody who's going through stuff. They'll meet poor people. But if you, when people grow up in like Calabasas, or Calabasas, Calabasas, or like the Hamptons, like Marist, like th- those fucking people. No offense. Um, no like they don't grow into well formed people they grow into people that judgmental they care about your fucking shoes if I am out anywhere and anyone says anything negative about what I'm wearing I'm like motherfucker this is what I could afford shut up and suck my dick (laughs) like that's crazy to me that you why the idea of caring about what another person is doing is extremely foreign to me like people have so many opinions on what other people like recently and this is very uh Pop culture, but Cardi B, her big thing. She's putting pills in people's drinks and stealing them, stealing from them. Everyone on the internet. It's not your fucking business. Do you know her? Do you know the guys? (laughs) Shut the fuck up! It's not who, what fucking dog do you have in this race? Why are you wasting your fucking time? Like, and that shit bothers. But people do that with regular life. People. People probably talk about me and be like, oh, well, Jason's weird. Jason's, uh, Are you even. Like, Ronnie's quiet. He's got long hair. Like, the ta- people are actively talking about us throughout the world. And I I talk shit about people, but I think when you're judging people, what was even the question? I don't remember. Um, what were we talking about? China? <laughs> who? China.
4: Oh, I said, where'd you want to grow up? And then uh grow up. that. Yeah. This made you who you are. Philadelphia. Before, Phil- growing up poor
0: was important. No, You're not real. even poor. I grew up regular. I grew up Growing rich. up
4: rich is bad cuz then you judge people on the clothes they wear.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, no. I I think I think the way I grew up. I wouldn't have, I've I do not want I'm glad I did not grow up rich. Um I I I blame a lot of my bad behaviors and my bad tendencies um on the fact that I grew up with money in the beginning. The fact that I grew up to be careless, the fact that I did not understand until my family essentially lost it all in oh eight. And then we had all the hardship and the hardship continued until today. And uh, ah, the hardship continued until I was like twenty and now now we're coasting upwards. But if 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 it weren't for the economic recession of two thousand and eight, I would not be the person I am today. I would likely be a a less informed version of this. How old were you we in O Oh, eight eight. Thirteen. Thirteen. Were you working yet? I didn't start working until I was fourteen. Okay. <laughs> literally, literally, we lost the money, and they're like, "Jason, get a job." I'm just trying to think.
4: I remember, uh, like, right when you got a job, and we were all like hanging out. Uh, you just had money sometimes, mm-hmm. and you used to go to Five Below and buy bonsai, and we would just throw it all over the streets. <laughs> and that's what you did with your money. That's what being rich was. Well, Making that a was fucking mess.
0: That wasn't even being rich. That was having money and no. I was having a job at fourteen. Yeah, having money your friends didn't yet. I didn't even have a, a, a fucking permit. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you, you have nothing at fourteen. Literally, I would we would buy bonsai and we'd mess up all the pieces. We'd just carry it, like just
4: throughout Feasterville and just drop pieces. A lot. Like you could follow it as a trail. Yeah, you could follow
0: it to us. I remember we used to do it. I've done that many times. i bought more than ten. Ten bonsais in my life, and it's a board game. I it's a whole ass board game. I probably bought the majority of the bonsais purchased. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I, I forgot how bonsai. bonsais really selling this month. This
4: month. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fucking funny. It is funny.
0: No, yeah, I think overall, I, I I like how I was raised, and I like the situation I grew up in. I always, I I genuinely, and I know it's bullshit because I grew up here, but I would say I genuinely think places like Philadelphia, Minneapolis. Houston, Chicago, places like middle of the road cities, not New York, not LA, um, breed probably some of the best people. Um, Because in a city, if you're close to a city at least, you are meeting new people. You can't possibly get mad at everyone. It's hard to be racist in a city unless you grew up with that environment, which luckily I did not. But I think a lot of who I am and the things I believe and... The things that make me happy are directly attributed to where I grew up and what I know. I take a lot of pride in in this area and our upbringing, even though I fucking hate Bucks County. I think Bucks County is a terrible place. I think it is, I, I, genuine, I genuinely think um, it is a horrible place. What are three good things about Bucks County? Uh, three good things about Bucks County. Sesame Place. Cheese Steaks. And, uh, um, my friends. There <laughs> you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it's enough. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I yeah,
4: yeah. That's the place. Yeah, I mean, if the best things about Bucks County could be anywhere else, it's not a great place. Yeah, all those friends things. could be anywhere. Cheese steaks are Philadelphia.
0: No, cheese steaks are very specific. Like, a, like going to Steve Steaks is like that. Is what I think that is like joy. Yeah, but we wouldn't
4: have it in Bucks
0: County if it weren't for Philadelphia. Yeah, but I know. But even either way, Bucks County and, and Bucks County and Philadelphia. I th- I I would not want to grow up anyway. I didn't. I have not actually grown up. Like to say, I I'm happy with who I am now, and I don't. I've, I and maybe it's the narcissist in me and the, the the bipolar nonsense shit. Um, but I'm very content with who I am. Well, uh, no matter how bad my mental health is or how good it is. Um, I'm still very happy with myself and what I've become and turned into. Because I, 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 the answer would have been completely different 20, three years ago. You ask me this when I'm 20 years old. I fucking hate myself and I wish I, I wish I grew up in fucking Cambodia so I'd be true to myself or some shit like that. Or even like, oh, I wish I grew up in New York, more opportunity. I grew up in the Hamptons because my parents would be rich and I'd have more opportunity that way, just by proxy. But no. I yeah I, I, I'm glad with the way things have gone.
4: Good, all right. Um, so here's this next one is kind of loaded. Mm-hmm. Um, what's our number one threat to humanity, or like a top three threats, and why aren't we making it to twenty one hundred as a species? <laughs> Do you think we
0: aren't? Just
4: if th- I have if to... that's the question. Okay,
0: okay, okay. If if the hu- so this is all hypothetical. Um, yeah. Biggest issues. Number one is ignorance. Just fucking ignorance is the biggest problem in the world. Then greed, then cl- climate change. You don't think they all tie in? Um, If ignorance wasn't a problem and greed wasn't a problem, climate change wouldn't be a problem. Could be solved, right? It like would we, be solved. We, we could fix it. If the first two weren't problems, there would be no third. So without ignorance and greed, there is no problem with the climate. We're just not throwing fucking trash in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> we're not dumping chemicals into rivers. We've learned these fucking lessons. The Delaware and the Schuylkill were both untouchable in the 1970s. They went through huge refinement processes to fix everything. And then they fucking re-dirtied them throughout <laughs> the 90s. And then they're repurposing. And um, it, it's really disgusting. Like, the Thames going through London is a fucking disgusting river. It smells and everyone hates it. but they don't talk about that because no one no one likes to talk about the bad because ignorance no ignorance is the biggest problem in the world everyone thinks they have all the answers if everyone accepted that they were fucking morons like even me i accept that i don't know everything every episode doesn't start with me going i know everything about pets i'm gonna go talk to the pets guy it because that's not realistic and that's not how it works like every episode starts with me going i don't really know a lot about gettysburg but I'm going to talk to the mayor today. And you stumble into it, you have great conversations, and you learn. That's what makes like, shit like the podcast listenable, is because you learn. Learning is very important, but people think that learning is done after school. I try to learn something new every single day. A lot of people do not. Um, and then, yeah, I think ignorance is the problem. Then greed. And greed is the dumbest problem, because money is a fucking idea. It's just fucking an idea. It's a number in a bank somewhere. It's a, it, money is, a, is one grid in an Excel sheet, essentially. And your number goes up and down a cent based on how much you work and how much there, this guy says you're worth and <laughs> like how much you could sell stuff for. And, and, and all economics is pretty much based on nonsense. There's no value to anything um so greed greed uh let's actually kick climate change out of that um ignorance um what did i say ignorance greed and pride pride will be my third one they're all virtues essentially but you get rid of those three problems you get rid of those three like poisonous tendencies most of the problems are solved Ignorance and greed and um, pride are a lot of the reasons for racism. Because if if another race has something more than you, you hate them. Blah blah blah. You don't want them moving in, taking the jobs, taking the resources. Blah blah blah. These are the rhetorics. And then uh, same thing with pride. My group is better than your group. I'm better than you are. Like no one's better than anyone. Like what what are we measuring? Some people are better than some people in specific things. I'm better than you at basketball. You're faster than me. These are two things. You're not better than me. I'm not better than you. These are things that people can't comprehend. Like, people will be like... (laughs) Like, racism is so fucking stupid. Uh, yeah. Those are my three. Greed, ignorance, pride. Yeah. Those are three. Greed, ignorance, pride. Those are the biggest issues. Why won't we exist in 2100? If the human species is done by 2100, I wouldn't give a fuck. But, um... It would probably be... Because we killed ourselves. It would be a combination of climate change. I don't think humans will die off ever, really. Uh, I think even if there's... No, no, ever, yes, yes, yes. Definitely when the sun explodes, blah, blah, blah. But um, even if nuclear holocaust, all that nuclear winter shit, some of them will make it. You know how hard it is to kill all of us? Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, Even even if a couple motherfuckers hang in bunkers, like, you know, Wim Hof, like that guy who can swim under ice? Dude, if people are out, you can run... You ran 80 miles in 14 days. Like, that's some... Like, people are really out here, and they're evolving, and they're strong and smart. There's all these fucking resources. So even if you get to nuclear winter, you got, like... And there's no electricity. People are going to be building shit to try to keep the ash out of their mouth. They're going to find a way to cook, like, the shit underground. Like, people are fucking smart. Um, but the the situation if before 2100 there are zero people left this is what has to happen okay climate change disaster plus nuclear war yeah those two things just yeah. those two things but a, an amazing nuclear war like you'd have America would have to be like we're bombing every other country despite the repercussions
4: we would have they'd have to send them to us first
0: and nukes don't even make sense unless nukes don't make sense in a world war unless um, you drop one or two. Well, you only drop a few. Only bust up some places. Or if the next world war is hemisphere v. hemisphere. Because <laughs> you can't nuke fucking Thailand without it affecting China anymore.
4: You
2: can't. You can't,
0: you
4: can't nuke anywhere without it affecting
0: China. You can. You can nuke... Trust me, Israel... Israel's gonna be... I, I, I think that's the hotbed for all the next issues. And I'm not picking a side or announcing a side or my opinions... But I think that is that is the next big conflict because the Middle East is already fucked up. Um, so then you, you you take the issue with Israel Palestine, Zionists from all over the world moving over there, moving into Palestinian territory. You can only bother people so long until it erupts, and it is erupting every every day. People die over there. Um, but. Once again, that conversation of it, every people, every day people die over there, that becomes every day people die over there, every day people die over there for decades and decades and decades until people flip the fuck out. But yeah, if if there if there is no people in two thousand one hundred, it's because of a combination of climate change and nuclear holocaust. But genuinely, I believe that even if everything goes bad all of the worst things like maybe super virus of holocaust there will be at least be like 15 dudes and girls just chilling all over the world maybe they can't keep the species up but there's 7-8 eight, eight billion people on earth if they kill 6 billion that's the biggest thing in the world and yeah people forget that as far back as uh, when was it the flu. when the flu killed a third of the planet. <laughs> that was like 1900? It was right before World War One. The flu killed the majority of people in some countries. Not a third of the po- world's population. Like a third of America's population. A third of uh, European and developed countries. And then, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, The fact that people don't cross and go to different places means that we're more susceptible to like illnesses. Throughout time, that'll catch up like we can't even go to that uh what is north that north the sentinel islands north sentinel islands if we even went there we'd kill them just because they they can't handle our germs <laughs> our germs it's <laughs> fucked up <laughs> it's true and that's how that's how a lot of people have died throughout history but now that's that that is going a little that 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 method of killing people has died
4: out a little bit here's uh that can go into this next thing um so people of sentinel island you have to assume everything they do is hundred percent natural. They don't take any medicine. They don't eat any genetically modified food. Yep. They don't. They're just a hundred percent natural. Um, obviously, it, it is extremely hard for anyone off that island to go a hundred percent natural. Even us, we can't do it because we're already exposed. We've already taken medicine. Yeah, I've done everything. We've we do a lot of things. I've eaten staples. Yeah, <laughs> and glue. Yeah, glue staples. I glue too once. Yeah.
0: I probably told you to.
4: It was in fifth grade. We both ate (laughs) glue. It was funny. (laughs) Um, Hot or not, 2100. uh, People trying to live a close to natural lifestyle because everyone's going to be on drugs. They
0: already are. People are already doing that close to natural. I stopped talking to a girl because she told me she was going zero waste, zero trash, which is a great thing to do, but it's completely unrealistic. Hot or not, though. Hot or not. um, Hot or not, what? A natural lifestyle? People like trying the natural, yeah, high. trying, trying going high. to be as close people are going to be real hippie ish. I'm going to be viewed as someone with backwards views in the future. People are going to listen to this and be like, This guy's a fucking crazy person, but uh, um, yeah, I think b- people go they're going that route because, as far as technology goes, people will rebel the other way. And all natural is that thing. I'd go far as to say there will be such a thing as all natural, maybe not states, but counties. Like whole swaths of land. Territories. Yeah, territories, compounds, stuff like that. Maybe a state, maybe a country goes all natural because... Maybe they make a religion out of it. Yeah, maybe. Well, (laughs) making religion. Well, yeah, I bet. Whoa. We'll have
4: a couple new ones by then. A couple
0: new religions. Congratulations if you are one of the new religions that came about post-2019 and you're listening to this.
4: Shout out to you.
0: And your fake ass. (laughs) You did it. Yeah, congratulations on your new religion. That's fucking funny. A new idea by some dude who's not even born yet. Ah, so tiring. I hope not. But yeah, 100%. Scientology exists. Yeah.
4: Hot or not? Um, currency, not the rapper. The like change in dollar bills and whatnot. All right,
0: I'll, I'll answer both. Hot or not? Currency, not. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's, he's probably not. He doesn't have. Probably not. Them. He doesn't have a ton of hits, and he's got a dollar sign in his name, and uh, it's hard to be hot. Currency, fuck, physical currency or Bitcoin idea currency. Physical currency,
4: um, credit cards would not count anything oh can... no not so we're yeah we're done with it right? no they're That's done
0: because they don't even make sense a penny costs 1.7 cents to make <laughs> come on oh, God. <laughs> a penny costs 1.7 cents to make and um it's a waste of cotton and paper to produce money but it's already in circulation it's kind of like guns where they're already out there you kind of have to use it but we could burn the money uh, no, people would never burn the money. We can melt. Oh my god! If they tried to cancel money, you know how angry people with cash would be. You can't. Yeah. You. Uh, it, it would have to be a more sneaky process. But we're seeing ago. we're seeing stores go cash cashless nowadays. Yeah, physical hot Not. 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 Okay. Cool. Ah, give me a second. Hot. I switch it because I think the. Um, you know how I was saying the rebel thing about, like, as far as technology goes one way blah, blah, blah. If... I think people will... Re- I do think people will rebel against the monetary system in the sense that credit and debit is kind of, like, a sham. Um, But in that, they will hoard tons of cash, blah, blah, blah. And that will still be relatively popular. Maybe it's not cash. Maybe it's something else.
4: Maybe there's some kind of underground market where they use cash.
0: Or something on, like, your phone. Not your phone, but, like, something you could swipe to someone or something like that. But, like... I think for – people are going to feel as if they're they're going to need physical currency because without – that's a hard leap to make. You know how stores are going cashless. People don't carry cash as much as they used to in the past.
4: You know how banks use vaults? Yeah. When if we just use credit,
0: like we don't need – Well, they have to have the vaults because there has to – the credit has to be backed by something. You know? That's the idea. So the, mo- the reason I say the monetary system's is sham all the time is because – there's all this money in a thing that never switches hands. It's
4: just like it's paper, though. Like <laughs> yeah, it's just paper. Trust because me, I have know. Gold, it's but... an
0: idea. It's an no. America's not even on the gold standard. I know. I'm so but like, it's so. But with credit, I think in the future people will eventually rebel against the idea of oh, I have my worth. I'm worth this much, X Y Z money. Blah blah blah. But like my dad is worth a hundred thousand, and I am worth negative ninety thousand, and et cetera. Because of your debts and all. I think that idea has to go by the wayside for any real progress in the world to happen. But one man's heaven is another man's hell. So the world I strive for is um, a world where things make sense. People are treating each other well, blah, blah, blah. And I could do whatever I want. I could do my art. I could do my creative stuff. I could also watch sports. But to dudes that don't like art or sports and have no problem with being an accountant... That other world that I would love seems like hell, so it depends what what humanity decides is important, and what humanity has decided is important up to now is um competition um proving yourself having a worth having x y z values so and that kind of ties into currency it kind I am worth this much. You are worth that much. I win, you lose. So, yeah. Currency hot. Currency
4: is hot. Um, Antiques. antique, Anything older that people like hot. because it's old. You think people are always going to like older shit?
0: Hot as the dickens. Hot as the dickens. I have so many antiques. I love antiques. I, uh... Not antiques. Things that will become antiques. I had to get rid of a whole episode. Um... Uh, I don't know what to do, if I should talk about this. Oh, this is the finale. I've already decided if I've done this or not. There you <laughs> no. go. Um, I have the, the Trump coin, the Trump-Kim Jong-un coin. Did I tell uh, you about this? No. Okay, so when what happened when Trump... W- Trump was supposed to go to North Korea. Yes. This is big thing. They publicized it last April. They're, Trump's supposed to go to North Korea. It's going to be groundbreaking, blah, blah, blah. Published it. Then they made this coin. And it's the two leaders looking at each other. And I have this whole script about how the coin is is wrong. And it's crazy how wrong it is. Not not on like, it's wrong. Trump is legitimizing it's a dictator. Correct. I don't i I'm not offended by dictators, because I understand anyone who's in power is in power illegitimately. The idea of power doesn't make sense. Um no one human should be greater than one other human. It doesn't like realistically. Uh we all bleed, we all shit, we all come. <laughs> Um. So, on the, the coin, it's Trump and Kim Jong-un looking at each other, and it says, uh, President Trump and Supreme Leader uh, Kim Jong-un, Supreme Leader of North Korea, North Kim Jong-un. You know how in America he's presented as Supreme Leader Kim Jong-un? Yeah. No one fucking calls him that in North Korea. He doesn't ask to be called that. That's not his name. If you translate, like, what he's called, it's, it doesn't translate to Supreme Leader. That's one thing. Uh, there's a dove with an olive branch signifying peace, which... There is no peace. Um, and it legitimizes a dictator, obviously. And I go into this whole thing about how ridiculous this coin is. And it says Pyongyang, blah, blah, blah. But guess what? And it has the date. He never went. They met in Thailand three months later. The White House is still selling these fucking coins. So I bought, I bought one. And I did a whole episode about the coin and the lunacy of capitalism. But I was like, this is too much. But antiques are dope. I have I have a lot of things that will be cool antiques one day, and I've I've kept them with that purpose. And I think hot 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 on antiques. Hot on antiques. What about the lottery? <laughs> the lottery's is fucking stupid. <laughs> um, yeah, hot hot on the lottery.
4: What a, do you want to go any further on the lottery? Uh,
0: no, the well, I'll, I'll tell you why. It's because yeah. uh, hope. The lottery is a place to put your hope, and gambling's awesome. But if you ever if you ever think you're winning the lottery, you're a fucking idiot. and if you did win the lottery you're a fucking idiot for thinking that you could win the lottery <laughs> and you just happen to be the one. So
4: <laughs> All right last hot or not, uh,
0: college. As we know it, not. Yeah. Um, yeah not there's no way college is the way college is. Why would colleges be making money? Why the fuck would a college profit? Because oh, they,
4: they ask us for the money. Yeah,
0: and then we have to give it to them because we had we were told we had to go to college.
4: I finally got my first thing in the mail.
0: What? Uh oh to donate yeah.
4: fucking suck my dick. Dude, I wanted to send them like fifty cents or like a rock. No. Uh Jeff, you got anything to say uh, before fuck. I Yeah, ask you got you, you have to see if you want to say
0: anything, it's the finale. What,
1: what, yo, what's good? Uh <laughs> shouts out Shouts out who? <laughs> Uh, my mom's. Shouts yeah, out. Man. Shouts out, Esther. Shouts Hilferty. out, Trojan. We still use
0: condoms in 2019.
4: Birth control, hot or not. Hot don't or know, we're not. We're um, on, we are on
0: a hot take. But hot or not. 200? Birth control, hot. You think birth control is hot? Hot. hot. I male male birth it. control just got approved by the FDA today. What's been Yesterday. After? We could get birth control now. We take pills. We don't you don't need squirt wherever you want. <laughs> Finale. Hashtag it. Jimmy's on birth control bang <laughs> yeah, by the time this comes out you might be on birth control sign it run it up put it in the law uh what's next for you oh for me oh I didn't even fully answer the last question but whatever um next for me the, the plan is uh after this podcast series today's my birthday if you're listening to this on on the day it came out oh happy birthday by the way <laughs> thank you bud <laughs> Uh yeah, if you're listening to this is my birthday and I did that specifically as to sp- next next year is all about video.
4: Oh shit. Um earlier in this episode I I told you guys he was 23.
0: Fuck, I'm 24. I'm, you're going to be 24. Look, I'm 24. Right now, it's you my are. birthday. Of course. Of course it yeah. Jack, um, we forgot your birthday this year. That was brilliant. Really we did funny. forget your birthday. Got, wait, we got finished. We got finished. Um, what's next for you? What's next for me? Uh, in the short term, uh, my my twenty my year of being twenty four is going to be the year of video. So I'm making a television series, and then I will be making a movie trailer, and then uh, focusing on finishing my fucking portfolio, which I plan to have done by by the time I'm twenty five. Then uh, I plan on working in media and being a writer. The goal is to work from home. It's not to do anything specific. It's just to work from home. Um, And then uh, in my 40s, I'd like to be a politician. But the main goal is to stay alive.
4: That's a good goal. Not everyone (laughs) prioritizes that.
0: Yeah, No, no, because that's the hardest part is wanting to live. I think, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That is genuinely the hardest part. If you can get that down, you can do anything but i think coming from that mindset makes a lot of the other things possible if the heart of my hardest part of my days will to live then uh making a video is fun and <laughs> like recording is silly like it, it is i like i want to do whatever i want that is my goal is that forever i want to always be doing what i want it's a good goal to have and i'm closer to it than most
4: people there are bad people doing whatever they want and I consider myself a good person, good enough. No, definitely better than the bad people doing whatever they. Yeah, want. better
0: than a heroin dealer, but yeah, better than the president. Yeah, <laughs> my 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 future is to continue to do whatever I want, and uh, whenever that becomes not what I'm doing, I will. St- I know I will always be doing whatever I want, and once I stop doing it, I won't be living a life worth living, in my opinion. But that's the future. I don't have. You can change your mind tomorrow. Yeah. But uh, thank you for for doing this, Ron. Um, do you got anything to say? Oh, do you have more questions or anything to say? Oh,
4: uh, you weren't done with um, what's on your mind. I think
0: you had something else to say. I don't know. Oh, my day. My what's on my mind in general. I'm I'm real upset about other people. I guess I gotta mind my own business. I get upset about what other people get upset about a lot. Like I, I get I get more frustrated with people. That's my biggest problem as a person, is that I'm very judgmental. Um, But most of my time is spent judging others. (laughs) Um, So what's on my mind, usually just – nothing is ever really on my mind. I'm very scatterbrained. I don't dwell on things for very long. I go through random stretches. What's on my mind right now is the fact that we're recording. Yeah, I was
4: hoping to to catch you like mid-random thought. Um, All right. Last, last, last thing.
0: Okay. Will we have a season two? Uh, what I'm thinking is probably. Cool. If, if, yeah, it's a good way to end the finale. Um, there's gonna be a season two. God knows when. Um, there could be a season two that 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 comes out next year in 2020. Um, my 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 thought: I want to revamp the show. I want to make it better. But I got to find out what better would be.
4: Would you ever consider uh, going live or um, fuck it, whatever the verb is for videotape, like having visuals? A video
0: you. podcast? I would do a video podcast if I could find a way to make it make sense. Yeah, that, I guess. that's the, the topic's really hard to do video for because if you did a video podcast for this series, that's just a fucking TV show. It is a TV show, <laughs> but at least the
4: people in 2100 could see what we look like.
0: Oh, I, I think that's kind of part of it. Uh, there's people that they're not going to know who, what race they are in this series. There's people that you're not going to know. Yeah, I, I wonder what people think I look like. Like, I yeah, and they can look it up. Yeah. They've they already know how I died. That's cool. They're gonna know. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. If anyone's yeah. listening to this in 2,100, I'm sure they know everything about me. If they made it to the finale of season one, they've already looked me up. They've, or if they cared, if they don't care. Good, fuck me, but <laughs> no, but yeah, yeah, that's about that.
1: Something sinister to it, the pendulum swinging slower, degenerate moving through the city with criminal stealth. Welcome the enemy turf, harder than immigrants work. Office distant in my shirt, get up off the pavement, brush the dirt up off my psyche, psyche, psyche.
0: Before I wrap this up and tie a pretty little bow around the season, I would just like to get through the credits and then I'll do one last unscripted final thoughts. Um, Credits for this show, uh, let me see. I thank Minute Physics on YouTube. I thank Dylan Hale for his song Favorite Song. I thank Ben Volano for my great theme music. And I also thank Earl Sweatshirt and Milo the Ruby Yacht. last words to the people of 2019 and the people of 2100 for at least a year. To the people of 2019, um, make me walk to the ocean, genuinely. Because if I have to walk to the ocean in 2019 or 2020, it means that something has gone very, very right. And that uh, things have taken off and people actually like my style and what I've done. I don't anticipate that I'll ever have to walk to the ocean. Because I know how things work. Uh, I, I have to build my credibility and build my audience. Um, and that's all about, about all I have to say to 2019. Uh, people don't like being preached at in real time. Uh, to the people of 2100, I, I hope life is good. I, I genuinely – through a lot of these episodes, I do a lot of thinking about whether life will be better or not. And it's hard to make predictions about the future because – Things are so individual and specific, like one man can alter the world, like Robert Mueller right now or Donald Trump. These people have specific powers to decide what little things change. So to say it'll be better or worse is very hard. I imagine that the technology is going to get a little out of control, very out of control. It already is out of control, but I I think it'll get worse out of control, like – And eventually people will rebel and then we'll have to come back with revised versions. I just think humans are too intuitive and intelligent to really mess anything up that bad. But things like genocides and and, and global warming prove us wrong. And that's just... But that's natural. That's... We don't... Humans don't think like that. We don't see... That's why this series is so interesting. You don't think that far into the future. I accept that I'll be dead in 2100, but... I'm still trying to reach out even though – because that's not the norm. It shouldn't be me. I shouldn't have had the first idea to do this. I'm one guy, 23, 24 years old, sitting in a very not fancy apartment. Uh, Yeah, but people don't think that far ahead genuinely. Right now, Elon Musk is thinking that far ahead. Right now, he's making statements saying if you don't buy a Tesla, you're not thinking about the future. And he could just be a really good salesman, but he also could know that these things self-drive and you can pay off your car by doing self-driving Uber while you're at work. That's a genius idea, but the government's going to stifle ingenuity because you can't mess up the markets that quick with your new technology or your new medicine. You have to let things drag. Uh, But I'm rambling. I just genuinely hope people are better and that the future is better. And uh, I, I've said everything I have need to say and I, I think it's time for me to shut up for a little bit and gather my thoughts. So with that being said, thank you for listening and happy 2100.
1: I should not sit on this couch and watch Netflix. I should take pouty-mouth pics for my press kit. I should defy the rules of logic. I should invent some quirky new merchandise product. I just want to rap good and not sell breadsticks. I will not become a martyr for the deadbeats. I will shave my beard off by the end of this week. I will go out and learn to socialize and figure out why all my ex-girlfriends hate me. I'm going to put this big brain to good use. I'm going to write rap songs to find objective truths. I'm going to be better than my father. I'm going to upload well-edited pictures to Flickr. I'm going to eat a lot more Fig Newtons and signed petitions by women's rights movements. I don't make promises I can't keep, which is why I won't make promises ever. And when I write letters to those ex-girlfriends, that's going to be the header. I don't make promises I can't keep, which is why I won't make promises ever. And when I write letters to those ex-girlfriends, that's going to be the header. I wish I'd met you on Legends of the Hidden Temple. I wish Hegel wasn't so incomprehensible. I wish I was more like the Ubermensch. I wish my fears didn't have such a putrid stench. I think my muscles should be bigger. I don't know much about being in nothingness, but I might just be a being of nothingness. I heard there's going to be a rap parade. Come on, try it up. nothing is
3: forever. Got to be something better than in the middle. in
1: we were driving and I yelled, Padiddle. You started crying, so I cried a little. I'm almost positive if I made better mix CDs, I'd bother less with relationship complexities. You know, sometimes I stutter, sometimes I forget to put on cocoa butter, sometimes I wish I was better at songwriting, sometimes I feel like the master of thong wiring. In the future, I will neuter my ambitions, I will give in to anxieties. I will observe superstitions. I will be Indiana Jones in small claims court. I will regret in high school that I never played sports. In the future, I will be passive aggressive. In the future, I will vote for the wrong guy. In the future, I will be swayed by a strong bribe and a very firm handshake, and I will invite dinner guests over for ham steak. I will be gone before the rise of the oceans. I will become a squiggle in a string of quotients.